Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lukutim Oran. We last left off examining one of the fabulous happenings of Rabba Barbarchana in the Gemara. If you did not hear the story, the particulars, and then some of the commentary, I recommend you go back to the previous few Shi'urim. In short, to catch us up, Rabba Barbarchana, he recounted, he reminded himself that once upon a time they were traveling in the wilderness, they were out in the desert, and they were accompanied by this Arab merchant. And what he would do, he would pick up earth, smell it, and then he would say, this merchant would say, based on the smelling of my dirt, I recognize that this is the direction to such and such a place, or we're so far from such and such a place, and it will take this long. This particular merchant had a tremendous power of smell. When we were traveling and wanted to know when we could find water, he would say, bring me some dirt. He would smell the dirt and he would be able to tell us how far until the water. There was one time, says Rabbi Babarchana, where we tried to switch the dirt to throw him off to see how good he was and we could not trick him. In our Lakut Maran, we are up to examining the idea of water. The words in the story read, Amrinan lay, how far are we from water? Remember, this is the group asking the merchant. This is the concept of a Pasuk that we find in Eicha. This Pasuk is telling us that a person should pour out their tfilos, their davening, pour out their heart the same way that you would pour water. Just open it up and let it flow. So plugging this into our story, when we say, how far are we from water, the question underneath the surface is that they're asking the, the Rav, they're asking the Tzaddik, how far are we from this level of Shivchei Kamayim Libech? How far are we from being able to open up our hearts to really daven with truth, to daven like we're pouring water the same way that if I have a jug of water and I can so freely pour it into my friend's cup or to my cup. How far is it? How long is it until I'm going to be able to daven as easily and as smoothly and as comfortably as pouring a glass of water? Amarlan, he replied to us, Temanya, he said eight. He was talking about the distance in our story. Eight parse, eight miles, let's call it. What does this teach us, says Rabbi Nachman? These are eight, not miles, not parse, but they are eight different concepts. Namely, learning the Torah HaKadosha, our holy books, of which there are five. It's called the Chumash, the Chumash, five books of Moses. And the three davenings daily. Now, if we were to have learned just this line alone, Dayenu, there is so much to unpack in this one line alone. It's so often where we find ourselves thinking, there's this person who has done tremendous things in the spiritual realm, and there's no way that I can get there, or that's too hard, or that's too complicated. I can never reach that. I can't, I can't, I can't. Chas v'shalom, a Jew should never, ever, ever say, I can't. You can, we can, we can build, we can grow, we can reach those tremendous heights, but we have to know how. So come these people to the tzaddik and say, how far is it till water? Meaning, how far until I reach these tremendous heights in tefillah, in prayer? And he responds, shmona parse, 
eight parse, eight miles, which Rabbi Nachman's telling us means learning Torah and davening three times a day. It's not rocket science, says Rabbi Nachman. To reach these tremendous heights, it is achievable with pshitis, with simplicity, one step at a time. We have to make sure on a daily basis that we're involved in diving the depths of our heritage and limud ha-Torah to the best of our ability and praying three times a day. These are baselines within Jewish practice, and sometimes we think that it, they're not going to take us anywhere. We need some super magic to get us up to that next level. Chas v'shalom. These things are kadosh. In addition to their own inherent kadusha, they are also stepping stones to reaching our own personal next level in the, in the realms of spirituality. Learning every day and prayer three times a day. Shachris min chamariv. Following the schedule that Chazal laid out for us is so, so powerful. And when we're in, with sincerity, there's no question that we'll be growing from step to step to step. It's our job to be in, in the best of our abilities, and to really trust the system. I believe this line in the Kutemaran, Rebbe Nachman is telling us, trust the system. Don't get cynical. Don't get down on yourself. Don't think you can't because, no, 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 no. Trust the system. There's a system in place, and when we do our best to conform to that system, we will be growing. Now, there's an important caveat here that I want to make sure we do not overlook. There is a system, and we should do our best to observe the system to the best of our abilities. That being said, every person is an individual. You have a shoresh haneshama. There is a root of your soul that is distinct from everyone else in the universe. And that's important. Your personal authenticity also plays into the system. This is not saying, and Judaism is definitely not saying, that we should become lemmings just to follow the next person behind. That being said, there is a beautiful way to synthesize the system for the Amanivchar, that which Chazal set up for the Jewish people to practice daily, along with the authentic you, the individual that is you, the individual person to the exclusion of all others that the Almighty created and brought into this world who has your own likes and dislikes and challenges and successes. There is a way to synthesize those. It's not popping in the Torah right now, but as we continue our learning in Likute Moran, we will learn about the importance of personal authenticity and how that synthesizes with the system that we should be trusting that Chazal set up for us. Continuing in Likute Moran, Taneinan Yahavinan Again, we brought him some more dirt. That's what's going on. So what does Rabbi Nachman tell us this part of the story represents? Taneinan, meaning Lashon Limud. Taneinan is the language of learning. The word Tana in Aramaic means to review, to repeat, to teach. The word Taneina, Tana, Tinyana, these words are referring to learning. And after the learning, we brought him more dirt. Remember in the story, they wanted to know how far they were from water, and then they brought him a little bit of dirt. And he said, eight parse, eight miles. Then after that, tanenan, meaning they learned a little bit, and then they brought him more dirt to examine. Once again asking, How far are we from this concept of water? Not that we're traveling in the desert and we're thirsty, but now that we've learned a little bit, you just said eight is limud ha-Torah and three times davening. So we learned a little bit. Now how far are we? 
Va'amarlan, and he said back to them, Tlasa parse. Now you're three parse away. You are three miles. You've made some headway. Hainu shloisha bechinos tfilos. Namely, those three concepts of prayer, shachris minchamariv. We did the learning. Taneina, we did the learning. And now it's up to the shachris minchamariv. We have to include the prayers. The heralanu simen We can see the sign for this. The sign that we still had these three miles left to go was the fact that we had not yet reached this level where we were able to pray with meaningful kavana, with the highest levels of intent, and to pour out our hearts to the Almighty. And here's the proof. We tried to switch the dirt. Remember this from the story? We tried to switch the dirt to throw off this merchant to think maybe if we bring him the old dirt or different dirt, he won't really get it right. Like the Pasuk says in Tehillim, That you have returned the edge of the sword and you have not let it stand in battle. Because all prayers, because all prayers, writes Rabbi Nachman, they're a concept of this sword fighting for Mashiach. And if our prayers did reach that tremendous level of that we were able to really pour out our hearts to, to the Almighty, if we reach that level, definitely Hashem would not have turned back the sword. Right? There's a battle going on every day between good and bad. It's our job to fight for the goodness and to bring Mashiach. If our tfilos collectively and individually would have reached that level of shivchi kamayim libech, of I'm pouring out my heart to the Almighty and really to serve Him in truth, then Hashem would have pulled back His sword and fought Himself and we, we would be out of this gullus. It would have been over. Vazesh simen, and this is the sign, she'adayin lo higanu lemadregas shivchi kamayim libech, nochach panei Hashem. The fact that we're still in gullus, that we're in exile, that it's so challenging and hard to to be a Jew, it's rewarding, it's incredible, but it's hard. The fact that it's still so challenging and the world is not in a place that it needs to be is proof positive, says Rabbi Nachman, that our tfilos are not yet where they should be. In brief review of this Torah, we learned in the very beginning of the Torah that a person should be davening with all of his energy and, and power, bekol kocho. And when a person does this, when you're all in in davening, so then you infuse each and every letter with a new life force, elevating the entire prayer. Now, it's important to note, and we learned earlier, that each person belongs to a shevet, to a particular tribe, and each tribe has its own gate in the heavenly realms through which their tfilos, their davenings, will best be received. As we grow in our davening, our GPS, if you will, for where the tfilos should go, gets closer and closer to the right spot. Now, the sides of darkness, the klipa, the negativity, wants to stop us. It wants to set up the barricade and not allow our tfilos to go where they need to go. Says Rabbi Nachman, how do we break this? How do we break being totally surrounded by klipa, by negativity? Through learning Torah. When we involve ourselves in learning Torah, drawing down the truth 
So that pokes holes in the darkness and brings the light. Through the light, we're able to push harder. We're able to see where it is that we need to go. Part of this process includes attaching our tefillos to the tzaddik ador. We spent some time in previous shiurim letting us know that this is not davening, God forbid, to a person, to a tzaddik, but allowing our tefillos to attach to the power of the tzaddik and really to the GPS of the tzaddik. This allows our prayers to go not only up, but into the proper gates. If we continue with this, we trust the system, we learn Torah to the best of our ability, and daven bakol koicho with all of our might three times a day, there's no doubt we're going to grow from step to step to step and to that level of shivchi kamayim libech. Wishing everyone a beautiful day.